Pac-Man's the only con movie that came out in 2003. It does feel like there was a bunch of them, I but Italian Job was 2002, I think. I think Confidence is 2001. No, that's 2003. Is Confidence 2003? No, it's not, is it? With with uh, Ed Burns, everyone forgot about Ed Burns. Yeah. Oh, Italian Job's 2003. Ash. Ed Burns, Ash Wednesday. Confidence Burns. is 2003. I think you just found a really shitty uh, list or whatever you're looking at. Yeah, I did. Heist I movies, 2003. Yeah. Hey, while I'm pulling That's this what up, I put in there. While I'm pulling this up. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the B-movie battle sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the show. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the show and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for one continuous hour. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the review concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. B-movie battle is now in effect. Don't be movie battle. 76, Nick Cage cast 53 for Match Dick Men from 2003. Phoenix West. Match Dick. <clears throat> Hi, Match Dick. Uh, we, we were discussing before that. I, I got lost because it was so long. Uh, 2003 heist movies. We found two of them already. I found another one. This one I've never even heard of. Foolproof. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds and Kristen Booth. Oh my god, it's like like really pre He still Ryan got the Reynolds juggernaut career. Still got the yeah, chunky chase. This chunky is like face. outer limits. He just got outer limits. Here's the trailer. Oh my god. This looks like a TV movie. Ooh, oh my shit. god, is it the woman from Oh my god. This gotta be a TV movie. Um, it's rated R. Ooh, another, <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's terrible. We need to watch I'm it. I'm gonna assume it made twelve dollars at the box office. I'm gonna go ahead. and I feel like that should have. They're Canadian. That should have been a movie with that's Tom Sizemore as the villain. Of course it is. Torontoians. That's I'm something. I would have. I would steal the gold in this uh, ice field, eh? You better Turn. knock that shit off, eh? Oh, we got the R rating. We can't say that. In, tw- in August oh, wow, 2020, Ryan Reynolds debuted a movie streaming service called Mint Mobile Plus, which only streams the movie foolproof. The service has various categories, but That's all of them funny. only contain the movie That's with different funny. posters. <laughs> He's a genius. He's a <laughs> yes. genius. That is fucking funny. That's pretty funny. <clears throat> you got That's great. credit on that one. <laughs> That's how you make fun of yourself. Wow. Oh, yeah. 
I pulled up a list of like 2003 yeah, heist ones, but I'm not going to go through this. There's a lot of like 2004s. Well, and... I think, yeah, it was around after Matchstick Men, maybe that period of time. Where lady Killers. Actual... Well, I think, you know, you know whose fault it was? Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. I think that opened the, that was 2001. It yep. opened the door. To, it was a big hit and everybody wanted to do heist movies and con movies. And there was a time where that was like every year there was like two or three con or sleuth movies. I think it ended around 2000. Seven, because I remember Ocean uh, Thirteen came out. No one gave a shit, and a movie called Sleuth, a remake with Michael Caine and Jude Jude uh, Law came out. And nobody saw that one. That was a total no one gave a shit English movie. Fun with Dick and Jane. I saw it in the theater. Two thousand five, two thousand two, Femme Fatale. Yeah, I don't. Just so many of them. Well, I, the National Treasure movies. Jerk off movies. No, 2004, starring Nick Cage. Also, The Way of the Gun I came out before this. Yeah, that was, well, that's more of a crime movie. Another big one, because of the two actors that were in it, was The Score from 2001. <coughs> also, Bandits from 2001. That movie sucks. They both suck. Bandits is okay. Band- yeah. Bandits is okay. I'm, I don't remember. I, mean, I saw it on video like years ago, so I don't remember. My <clears> but it's on like HDNet like every other day. That's the one that they show on cable, twenty four seven is bandits. You know what's on here is it's under O Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. There is no Ocean's Twelve. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, well, we we don't want to talk about that one. Yeah. That one sucks. Twelve is that the one with uh, Vince Cassell, right? Yeah, that's where he's, okay. he's like the, the French. Master Thief. I'm going to take you. I, you try to take my place. I'm going to take you. And Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts. There in the mid. Yeah, and then Bruce Willis shows up yeah. with, with his brain working. I watched that one in the theater, and I was like, oh, no. I saw them all in the theater, and I was no. like, ooh. I think we saw that one. I think we, because that came out when we were in film school. It was 2004. Uh, Maybe. So I don't remember. might have seen that one together. At the, I don't remember either. Because that was, yeah, uh, I remember it being like, oh, wow. Actually, yeah, now I do remember. We did. Yeah, I don't, I don't. We saw a lot of bad movies, so. Yeah, I'm sure we did. Some some get buried. 2004 was a bad year for movies. Bad, terrible. Early 2000s, I think, is possibly the worst. Like, there's some, some of my favorite movies came out then, but, like, the popular movies are so bad. Right. Because it was before. Yeah, I love junk. It was like actors had to go do these things. Because there was TV wasn't, you know, TV wasn't considered what it is now, right? So they just had to, yeah, I'll just do that instead of doing a role I want to do. Okay, like case in point, Edward did Norton, an Italian the, job, clearly did not want to be there. Well, he had to because he was going to contractually, be, like, go to prison because he was contractually obligated yeah. to it. So that's why he's pissed off. But the he, whole movie. he, I saw that in the theater, Italian the job, and I was like, he's an asshole. He does not want to be here. Like it's so clear. The second you show him, he's every, got that every stuff. line. Every line he's saying, "Fuck you!" He just throws it in there <clears throat> to get the R rating. It's the fuck with the production. <laughs> fuck you! He's like, "Yeah, let's go steal those stupid Italian cars." Can you? Ed? Let's go get those little stupid cars. <laughs> Would you say faggot? <laughs> like you just say Ed, Ed, Eddie, baby. They need the guy from Die Hard. Eddie, Eddie baby. Come on. 
Hey, He's the producer on set. Booby, I'll give it to you on a silver platter. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me tell you something, Paramount. I can get him for you. I'll get Ed Norton for you, no problem. You do not know me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. My Any first note of this movie of Matchstick Men. Urban Legends 2. Oh, God. Yes, Magic Men. Is, okay, before I even get to my notes, I saw this in the theater, which I just realized before we started recording was exactly 20 years ago. It's 2003, it's 2023 wow. now. And I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, holy shit. And I'll just really? say, okay. I really didn't need to rewatch it. Because I remember fucking everything about it. it it's Really? Yeah, it's, it's a fairly simple movie. It, it doesn't try to be too mm-hmm. smart for its own good. You don't sit there and watch, you know, we're going to talk about the ending. You don't sit there and t- watch Sam, Sam Rockwell's character like, doing the scene you get it when you watch it right yeah, so it's fair yeah. it's streamlined and it just moves on and it's really more of a character study of nick cage than anything his character right. and that's what makes it, it good and that's what makes it good I like that yeah it's a great movie yeah i agree i think it's a good movie it's very good I, who wrote it though is it tony gilroy is it a gilroy brother it's a gilroy bro- boys write this one eric garcia wrote the Frank? book nicholas and ted griffin wrote the screenplay Griffin, okay, like I was G, that's right. <clears throat> now, yeah, it's um, this is the first movie where Sam Rockwell kind of shines. He's starting to get up in the world. This is after Galaxy Quest, which kind of opened the doors on his career, I think. Yeah, if he never does Galaxy Quest, I don't think we ever see Sam Rockwell really take off. Honestly, I think Galaxy Quest was the movie that got him blasted through the doors, and he was like in almost, he was in a lot of stuff in the early aughts. That was like interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, he was in stuff I saw before that because he did a. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name? Yeah, Galaxy Quest. Charlie's Angels was the was another big one for him. Because even though the movie wasn't that, was that great, one. but that, he, he was fun in it. Big hit. Yeah, yeah. He the was Green fun. Mile. I but that was about the same time as Galaxy Quest. Green Mile, same time as Galaxy Quest. So yeah, I mean, ninety nine, two thousand was was the year for him to take off it was like that was his sort of rookie season yeah and he kind of took off from there and now he's won i think he's won two academy awards and if you watch teenage mutant ninja turtles you'll notice he's one of the thugs well part of the yeah. family <laughs> I'm like oh god that's Sam. family yeah, yeah i don't you look back like on it movie. he is I great in green like mile though that's the movie like oh sorry oh he's great in green mile yeah dudes with our cornbread yeah such a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, he's horrible. He's the worst, but he's so great. He's great. And then um, Allison Lohman, the girl that married one of the guys that did Crank and never acted again. Okay, that's one of my notes here. Where's Allison Lohman been? I forgot we yeah. talk, We talked about that on a different show. We, we talked about the Hollywood Dead. But she, yeah, she she was one of those kind of was hot for a minute and then she just disappeared. Yeah. And I, I think who cares? She's probably like, you know what? I, I don't. I saw Hollywood, didn't care for it, and I'm done. I had my time. I was fine. I'm happily married, and I don't need to deal with that shit. Fucking what kudos to anyone who feels that way. Oh, absolutely! Like she had her time. She, she's in good movies. Magic Smith's a great movie. Drive Me to Hell's a great movie. Uh, she, she's got a couple good uh, gems under her belt. She's really good in this, actually. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? She's, and she's really good. And white she's a 12-year-old, and she's actually, what, eight? Big fish. What? Uh, no. 
Big Fish. That's right. That's the other good one. I like Willie Oleander. But yeah, she's supposed to play. play it. She's like uh, she's, playing. It. I didn't see it. She's uh, she, she's, she's playing, playing fourteen. She's really twenty five. She's playing yeah. fourteen. She's twenty four in real life. Right in the in the yeah yeah because my, my wife con oh is well con. in the movie the con is yeah. Nick Cage thinks that's his long lost daughter or something. <clears throat> the last thing she was in was Officer Down, the Christopher Titus movie that he made about being a cop with people with Down syndrome. Oh my God! What he really did that? Yeah, that was a joke my friend and I had for years. This really happened. Yeah, we had a show. We <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's the other one. To, Officer a- Down is the Kim Coates movie, but Tis- Chris Titus did do a movie. Oh. Uh, no, I'll pull up that movie because that's that's real. Was... No, yeah, Officer Down is is Kim Coates, who's a do- who's a guy who keeps coming back to life. He's Special a, unit that can't be killed is the one that. Okay. Uh, oh, this is my real. God. Okay, so this is ridiculous. I thought this was made up. Oh my God! And there's midgets. Yeah, it's oh, that guy no. too from Mike and Molly. Oh no! Oh no! I every time I see Officer Down, because it's spelled D O W N E, so I think it's this. Because, oh my god, this is—I think this is almost more insulting of a title. And Christopher Titus, when he talks about this movie, he's like, "I get that people will make fun of it, but I'm honestly, I love these people, and I want to make a movie with them." And he's like coming from a really genuine place. I don't think anyone like tore him apart for it. Right, because this would have this is like a, a well, he wrote it, directed it, and yeah. starred in it. But like oh my it oh highlights my them like crazy from what I've seen. <clears throat> like it's not making fun of them at all. Right. But why do this no, no, is no, still no, the thing. <laughs> oh, I would fucking love to do it hands down. Like I I don't care about that kind of thing, but people would be offended today. But my This friend, was twenty seventeen was he called it Oh my god. <laughs> no um well, I've never seen it. That's amazing. I need yeah. to find this movie. Um, his pitch was a, a detective who has Down syndrome, and it was called Downtown. <laughs> that was his pitch. And he just said, it'd be great, dude. He's solving murderers and rape, rape cases, and he's got Down syndrome. <laughs> oh, God. Like, that was a joke. This is real. Yes. This really happened. The, the, oh, the cop God. needs to be like Georgetown. So it plays even better with the title, Downtown. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, that, that's incredible. I need to send that to him because I, I don't think we've ever seen that. They stole his idea. Special unit. Christopher Titus overheard us talking in Hollywood in 2007 to 2012 and wrote notes. That's all it takes. You guys should have acted faster. That's a, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Fuck, he running. He never worked on anything. I wish he was more. Uh, he was more active. He could have went somewhere. He was just too lazy. I feel you. Now he, he was. He was so lazy he couldn't watch an episode of Justified after work one day. That's how lazy he was. Yeah. I was like, dude, you want to watch an episode? Nah, nah, I can't do an hour of TV right now. <laughs> oh, okay. What, was he working in the coal mines? Uh, you, you don't do any. You, you don't do anything. <laughs> you, you sit there and watch it. Was he working at the theater I mean, with you or what? To participate. 
<laughs> yeah, he's working at Why? I just remember that day he came up. I'm too tired, dude. I eight hour shift. I just can't. I can't do with anything. I got to think about. Did he witness a stabbing right. or what happened that day? <laughs> I have no. I don't think so. I don't think. I think he was okay physically. I just want to go over here and stare I at the wall. Very lazy. <laughs> Give me a minute. I need to relax. I need to just uh, get my bearings. I can't deal I with justice right now. Drink. I can't do that right now. Justified is just too complicated for me. This is the first season, mind you, where every episode was its own episode. There was no arcs happening. I think it was because he didn't want to. He wanted to, every time he saw Timothy Oliphant, he wanted to jerk off. He's like, I can't. I can't, oh, I can't watch that with you, man. Oh, man. Do you have several blankets? Speaking of that, uh, uh, what's his name? Everett McGill's in this movie, speaking of jerking off. Bruce McGill? Everett McGill. Uh, Bruce McGill. I was like, who's Everett? Who's in like 85,000. He's in 85,000 movies a year, this guy. Yeah. He was in a I'm lot sure of movies that. around then. And then every time I see him, I think back to Animal House, where he's really skinny and doing the... Yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the same guy. D-Day. He gets like he a D Day in Animal House. Like a oh. <clears throat> life, life Time Cop. He's been, he's been in he's probably been in oh, he's in everything. He's, he's fucking he's everything. A fucking evil, evil racist in Rosewood. He is evil. Really? I need to he watch that now. Evil racist. Oh, Rosewood, he, he, it's like he's so evil. He just kills everybody for no reason. He just ah, okay. N word, N word, N word. Shoots people in the head. N word, N word. Like he's just going full bigot. <clears throat> it's just like, ooh, it's just disturbing. I think he kills, uh, um, uh, what's her name from Good Times? Uh, Don Cheadle's mom. Esther Roll. Oh, kills really? Esther Roll in the movie. Flower right now. Esther, a white man. <laughs> a white man did it, and they shoot her on the porch. I need to Who watch that. that? When that and that's the one with Ving Rhames, right? Ving uh, Rhames, okay. Don Cheadle, one of his first movies. Uh, directed by uh, uh, John Singleton. Yeah. John Voight's in it. Uh, Miguel. Uh, Robert Patrick is the is the inciting incident of the whole thing. This is another great he's character after five movie. Minutes and he's gone. Oh, yeah. And um, um, who else? Uh, uh, our, our, um, John, James Gunn's buddy. Uh, uh, or what's his name? Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael oh. Rooker's the sheriff. He can't keep everything. Of course he's the sheriff. From killing people. Well, he's not. He's he's, try, he's trying to be a good guy, but he can't handle nothing. He's just terrible. He's just inept. And he's he like, how is he going to stop ten people with guns from shooting people? He can't do it. He plays a sheriff and Archer too in mess, an episode in the South. It's great. <laughs> but he, he's oh, doing that. Course. He's doing his voice. It's great. It's it's fantastic. Oh. Bruce McGill reminds me Brother. a lot of a uh, like a whiter Joe Mantenga. They're very similar actors. Yes, he is. Uh, they're yeah. both always they're good equally, to see. Uh, equal amount of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Bruce McGill <laughs> works more than Joe Mantenga, I think. But he's made far less far uh, well, less money Br- just because of Simpsons. Well, Mantenga also did the Criminal Mind show for yeah, 25 that's, years. Yeah, that's also that. And he's back. That's still on, for Christ's sake. They brought that show fucking back! My wife's watching it. She's like, Why? Oh, I, I got a feeling he's going to die because he gets kidnapped or something at one point. And I'm like, well, he's like 78 years old. He probably will. Like they might as well kill him off. He's not going to be around the next ten years. Let me let me off the show. God damn, I can't leave. Joe Mantenga is way older than people think he is. Years. He just looks good for his age. Yeah. Well, he was in. 
He's in a great movie called uh, the David Mamet movies. He's in a bunch of Mamet movies. He's, he's good buddies with Mamet. And he puts him in all of his movies. House of Games was the 1984, I think. David Mamet's first movie. He's in it. He's awesome. He's great. Plays a scumbag. You think he's a good dude? He ends up being the biggest scumbag in the world. It's great. It's wonderful. Check it out. We should probably talk about Matchstick Man. Matchstick um, Man. Talking about uh, House of Games. Yes. Uh... I mentioned the theater thing. He's got a subdued Ridley Scott. Yeah. How many times have you seen this movie? You saw it in the theater? Yeah. I think three times. Okay. I've like oh. seen bits and pieces Friends here and there since then, but never sat down and watched it. And I have most Nick Cage movies yeah. that I like. I've seen them a bunch, like Raising Arizona, but I watched that growing up. That's different. But, like even, right. I don't know, a later movie. The, even National Treasure I've seen like six times just because it's always fucking on. You never see this movie on anywhere. Um, my first note is, first of all, Nick Cage has tics, and he's got OCD, <clears throat> and he takes pills for it. And my, the first thing I notice is when he's buying the tuna cans and the cigarettes is they're Territon cigarettes, and that's the same cigarettes my dad smoked. And I'm like, oh wow, he's God. the other person. Oh, my God. And then I looked up this amazing campaign ad that Territon cigarettes had. And this is incredible. It's a whole series of these. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Us Territon smokers would rather fight than switch. It's a bunch of women with black eyes. That's amazing. And a man with black eye. It looks like oh they're being beat by their husbands. That is fantastic. This is the famous one that you see. I've actually used this one before. Oh, my God. I love my husband and my Territon. Holy shit, that's incredible. I mean, they did this for a while. Like, this is their thing. What a wonderful era. I miss this time so much. We had cigarette ads and wife beating, and it was all just fun and games. There's so many of them. Look at that. Oh, my God. This was not a one-off. This was a thing they did forever. This was an ad campaign that went on for 10 years. Oh, this is like 60, and some of these are 85, or this one... What this a, the 70s a looks like. You know, it, we went to the moon. Oh, there's more. It's, it keeps going. I can bring up more and more and more. Look at that. Now people. Oh, so I heard a horrible horror story that's an indicative of, of our future with society. There's an old lady. So uh, my dad was doing some kind of real estate thing, and a guy had to come in and brought his son in to sign paperwork. He didn't know how to sign a document. Because he doesn't use a pen, because he's never been taught how to write, so he doesn't know how to sign anything. So they had to tell him, "You have to write your name on this line." And he's like, "How do I write my name?" Like he didn't know how to write his own name. That, on a that's a one-off. No, 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 no. This is your future. <laughs> this is the world. We I, I have kids. They, the, the five-year-old knows how to write her name. I understand that, <laughs> but. This is, there's more people out there than just your family. They're out there. They can't. I mean, there's. Oh, it's fucking scary. <laughs> there he is. There's Terrington, Mr. Terrington himself, Ron Serrington. <laughs> I, I beat my wife to smoke <laughs> outside. Uh, but I was like, isn't it? Every time I move my leg, my camera turns off. This is fun. Uh oh. There you go. But okay. So I was like, he has OCD. And he's, he, he forgets his pills for the day or, or dumps it on the garbage disposal. And so he freaks the fuck out and starts cleaning everything. 
in his apartment. He looks like he has Dexter's apartment, by the way. Um, he's cleaning, and then, but the whole time, he's smoking. The entire time. The whole movie, really, he's smoking. This is the, one of the most smoke-filled no, movies I've ever seen no. in my life. And I'm like, he's just sitting there without an ashtray. I'm like, this seems like it's counterintuitive for an OCD person to be constantly smoking. Mm-hmm. It's messy. It's stinky. Because like, he doesn't ugh. really have OCD, though. Yes. But that's, that's is, is that supposed to be a sign? Find out. It's, it's the it's. <clears throat> I think that's the that's the, it's the guilt. Yeah. That he, the reason. It's the guilt, and that's why at the end of the movie he's able to let it all go and he's fine. Yeah. And that's what this was always about. And, and at the end of the day, it's like actually Sam Rockwell is probably the best friend he ever had. Yeah. Who betrayed him and took everything he had. Because it didn't <laughs> seem like he was going to live that much longer. Yeah, it's a very. Si- yeah, it's a very simple story too. It's just it's basically a con man gets conned by the con. And yeah. That's basically it. Like that—that's the movie, and and Allison Lohman is the is the audience who is taking us through what they do. Yep. He, she's the, basically the the Greek chorus telling us the exposition, all that stuff, how this stuff goes down, and then the audience surrogate you know, character. Sam Rockwell's there for, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. We just see it's all Sam Rockwell's master plan, and and it's really and it works because and it doesn't. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's just you, you'd think like, oh, it's kind of like one of those movies where you think there'd be like a revenge angle at the end. Yeah. But just it just ends with Nick Cage kind of like being happy, finding another life for himself, an honest one, because he ends up marrying the girl at the at the counter at Kathy, the, at the store. Yeah. Kathy, the checkout who's girl. Married to Rich, the who's married to the guy, the the lawyer from Seven, and that character actor. Oh, really? They're married, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she was in a movie called um, The Blue Dying Scene at the Blue Iguana, where she was naked the whole movie. She's in that movie. I think it's a Mike Figgis film, the same guy that did um, um, Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. I think it's Mike Figgis. <clears throat> it might not be, but uh, that was a movie where she talked about like she was naked the whole movie, so everybody on set was naked, even Mike Figgis. <laughs> so it's like, ew, that's gross. <laughs> but other than that, she's, she's pretty good. And she's kind of like that. She's got that quasi middle-aged sexy thing going on richard schiff richard schiff that's who she married yeah i don't know if they're married still but they were married for a time i can't i mean i don't know if they stay up together everybody divorces these days i can't keep up with it yeah i've stopped reading those gossip magazines because it's just not worth it before we get too off subject talking about sam rockwell's plan is it's it when you really think about it, it's really a convoluted plan. Yes, it is. But that's what makes it work is because he, it's, he is uh, Cage's protege. Like, he's learning the ropes with Cage here, who's been doing this a long time. He's got money stashed away everywhere. They keep showing the dog in the opening credits because it's important later. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a convoluted plan, but it doesn't really matter because they don't focus any amount of detail on how he pulled this off. Cause it doesn't fucking matter. He pulled it off no. is what matters. It's like, it, like you said, it's a character study. Yeah. And it does make sense. His plan does make sense. It's just the movie doesn't, we're not going to, we're not going to do the usual suspects thing and like flashbacks yeah, like fight club. It doesn't fucking matter. That's not what this movie's about. Yeah. And it just moves on the cage and he is at the carpet store and Allison Loman comes in and. He recognizes her, and right, she's yeah. dating Marty from uh, Cabin in the Woods. <clears throat> Try her loser boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I was Do like, fuck, like I forgot him? he's in this. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. get it for the carpet. Let's get it for the living room. Huh? I got to go get your wallet in the car. I'll be gone for 12 <laughs> minutes while you have a long-ass discussion. 
I'll be outside. I know where where my place is. Yeah. He even recognizes something's off between them. He's like, anyway, so I'm thinking it's like dark for the dog. Right. Yeah. But they even do a thing where he leaves. He's like, goes back to work after she leaves. And uh, it lo- they load up the disgusting, disgusting leopard print carpet in the car. And she's like, <laughs> and then uh, he watches them leave. And, and, and when you're used to movies like this, you're like, oh, he's planning something. Here, right, and he yeah. goes home and he just hugs his pregnant wife. Yeah, that's it. Movie he's over. Smoking. It's he's like, not doing anything. He's just, he genuinely he's having, doesn't give a fuck. He's having pot roast at home with his with his baby mama, and they're probably gonna watch Criminal Minds after that's, this. And he's uh, fine with it after dinner. And <clears throat> he's happy as a clam. He's he's great. That's what's nice about it. It's a nice. It's a nice movie. Yeah. It's just a nice. It's a nice, simple, kind of straight up movie. And there's there's no sort of ill will toward anybody. Everybody got what they kind of deserved in a way because they they put it the time plus con life so he, he gets what he deserves but at the end he's like he knows that and he, yeah. he's fine with it he even has that nice line movie. where he's talking to the therapist and, <coughs> and he goes not a real therapist yeah but he has a line yeah. when he's talking to him and he goes i don't take the money from the people like they give it to me and he goes however you want to justify it right, yeah and later on exactly. when allison yeah. loman he's like you didn't take my money i gave it to you and she's like yeah because she got fucked out of the money too by sarah Rockwell. right yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. so and you think it's like him being like, I think you know it's uh, the way it feels in the in the moment is like he says that, but he doesn't mean it. But then you realize, oh, he actually does mean that. Like yeah, he's yeah, he's fine yeah. now. He's fine with it. He doesn't care. He's glad to be out of that life because yeah. I think that was the whole point. And I think he figures that out as the movie goes on. That oh, this is I'm so fucked up. It's the guilt. It's the you know I can't I can't uh, stop being this because I don't know what else to be, but. You know, why wouldn't I be this person? And it makes you wonder if that doctor was actually a doctor because he gave him the correct advice. Right. Like, he happened to be right that he wasn't actually suffering from anything. He other was than probably um, a therapist that lost his license. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell kind of was like, yeah, well, you know, go make some money. Gambling debt or something like that. Yeah, so I'm sure. Yeah. Who knows? It's probably like a novel. This is based on a novel, probably, and the whole subplot of the therapist is like a pedophile and a weirdo. And <laughs> Sam Rockwell finds them and... And Bruce McGill's an even worse pervert. What is this playing? Pervert racist. Yeah. It's playing... I mean, I'm actually men on IMDb. It's playing, like, Justin Long as uh, Robin in a little scene here. (laughs) What the fuck is this playing? What is this? What? Are you sure this isn't Ezra Miller? You're you're confusing him with No, it's it's Justin Long. Oh, my God. What the hell is this? Like some weird fan fiction porno. Bigger question is why I want to play anymore now that I've called attention to it. <laughs> it knows you're listening. AI is there. Okay, whatever. Um, I don't think it's, I don't. Sam Rockwell is the Batman. So it's Sam Rockwell and uh, Justin Long. Okay. What, what the fuck is this? Justin Long is. Rob, what? Robin's Big Date. What is oh, happening? It must be- uh, must be a must be a a joke. It's like a short film. Yeah, but... this has got to be old. Look at that. It's got a flip phone. This is old. <laughs> yeah. This is when Justin Long was starting out. Holy yeah. shit! He must have wow. had, met up with a uh, Sam Rockwell. They were they were drunk and came up with this idea. I, I think that was before Sam Rockwell was anything. <laughs> that he... flip phone was like two thousand. 
2000. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> before around this time. Mm. But it had um, to be mini DV. That wasn't even HD. That was yeah, mini DV. It's bad. Ooh, wow, that's hilarious. Um, what does IMDb do to you? That, that's ridiculous. I do want to mention that Sam Rockwell is my favorite actor. Oh, he's wonderful. Him and Gary Oldman, and I think they're very similar actors, which yeah. is weird that they're one and two in my book. No. And then Denzel's number three. And he's kind of a... Has a, Rockwell won more than one Oscar? I don't know. I, I don't, think he's won two. I want to say he's won two, but I might be wrong. I know he's been nominated a few times. Best Supporting he's, Actor, Best Supporting Actor. That's it. He's won for uh, uh, um, Billboard, Billboards, and that's it. Is there anything else? He won for, is it going to tell me? It should. You think it would? What a bunch of shit. Showing you Justin Long as Robin short films and nothing about Sam Rockwell's career. What movies did Sam Rockwell win an Oscar for? Christ. Computer. All right, three billboards and that's it. That's it. Okay, he's probably nominated a few times. Yeah, he should have won for a little movie called. He nominated Moon. for Vice, and that he won for okay. three billboards. Okay, there you go. He'll be I love it again. Even though he, in Iron Man Two, which is a movie I don't really care for that much, he's great. I like it. He's great in it. He's he's one of those guys where no matter what, how stupid the movie is, yeah. he's always great yeah. to see. You want your bird? You want your yeah. bird? <laughs> One of my favorite movies of his <clears throat> is something we should talk about in uh, Hollywood is Dead is uh, uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, absolutely. Fan-fucking-tastic in that movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's really good in this movie. And he you think he never has a scene on camera where he does the turn. Like, that's what's unique about this movie is they don't, they don't have a face-to-face. You don't see him talk about his grand plan. It's just a handwritten letter. Stuffed inside a dog that says, hey, fucked you over, man. Enjoy the enjoy the gift or something that was in the letter. And he found $100, yeah, $100 inside the safe deposit box, and that's it. Well. What if Cage didn't sign her on as a co-signer for the safe deposit box? Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of holes. And a lot of yeah. things have to lie. That's what I said. Don't focus on that. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, yeah. Just like Casino, you know, why did he make her the sole... Beneficiary of two million dollars in cash when and it was in Los Angeles and she drives from Vegas to Los Angeles in like 10 minutes. So I don't know how that works because if you watch Casino, they're putting that money in the, in the deposit box it's in LA, it's is not it? Las Vegas. I never yeah, knew that was LA. Los Angeles. Yeah, is it supposed Angeles. to be LA though? Yeah, it says Los Angeles. Okay, just want to make sure because it's uh, it's money in a bank in a safety deposit box, like a bunch of cash, and then all of a sudden. She's in LA getting the money, and the FBI pulls her over, and then they get there. So I don't know. Maybe there's a deleted scene where they move the money to Vegas, but I maybe. don't know. I, I, I never, I never I thought about where the trouble. safe deposit box was, honestly. So I, I guess, I guess that's all they bank on. Maybe, maybe I. Part in the pun. I just think this, but I've watched it a million times, so I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Los Angeles. See, it's one of those plot holes. That's where you get the how great movies are is how intricate Casino is compared to this right. movie, and they're both great movies. Yeah, like this movie has not a lot going on, but definitely enough to keep your interest. I don't want to make it sound boring at all. Oh, it's yeah. not. No, it's, it's just fun. the plot is streamlined. It's very simple. You know yeah. what's going on. You're never confused. 
It's a really Scott movie. It's a, yes. It's like really it's, Scott did this after Gladiator. But it's, it's like what? And Black Hawk Down. This is definitely my favorite really Scott movie. Yeah, well, I like really Scott. He, he's made maybe five great movies. The rest of them are like meh. Do you like Tony Scott five. or Ridley Scott more? I think I like Ridley Scott more. But Tony Scott was fun. Just like too bad he killed himself. Tony Scott was like yeah. Denzel's boy. Like, oh yeah. Man, Tony Scott and Denzel could make a movie. That's more why I like uh, uh, Tony Scott more. Right. He just had more fun <clears throat> with it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, taking a Palham 1, 2, 3 remake was kind of like, eh. Didn't, that was like stupid. That wasn't worth the movie. Well, he did two fucking train movies in a row, then killed unstoppable. himself. Unstoppable. Like... <laughs> That was not a very good movie. That was an okay movie. Yeah, he, I mean, he did some bad movies, but Man on Fire is fucking incredible. Man on Fire is a classic. Deja uh, Vu is good because Deja it's Denzel. Um, Spy Game is okay. Enemy Spy of the Game State's I good. Like. I like Spy Game. Crimson, Spy Game. Crimson Tide. True Romance it's, I love. Last Boy Scout I love. True, yeah, true, oh yeah, those are fun. Beverly Hills Cop 2. I'm looking at his... And that was the, really Scott's idea, or uh, Tony Scott's idea for True Romance to shoot it chronologically. Yeah, because it was a non-linear. Yeah, because fucking before. Tarantino. Yeah, it was Tarantino. Cause, but Tony Scott was like, "Well, I thought it needs to be, it needs to be in congruent order." Yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to kill Christian Slater. But he's worked he's with, with Gary Oldman. He's worked with uh, Denzel. It's two oh, out of yeah. my three guys. Like that. that yeah. I think that's why more Absolutely. I like him. And in, in the, it's a feel, feels a little more. He feels like he's having more fun with the movies. Ridley Scott feels a little more just kind of here's the movie. We don't deviate from that. There is no such thing as fun, and it's like, right? Like The Martian comes out, and you're like, this movie's so fucking bland. It won best comedy for <laughs> Golden Globe. Yeah, I don't, what? Yeah, don't, don't try to figure that one out. It just was a big hit at the time. It was, I think, really Scott's biggest movie. I liked it. It was fine. <clears throat> it's his biggest. It's okay. Hit. Like that movie made a lot of money. It just was one of those movies that just stuck to the zeitgeist and wouldn't go away. And people were just like, "Oh my god, it's so great!" And then now everyone forgets that it even exists. I haven't seen I, 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 most of these recent movies. Like. Well, I don't know what really the fuck. Scott. Like the last duel, I didn't see. I didn't see no. Uh, the journey. Oh, it's a short. Sorry. All the money in the world. Nope. I didn't see that one either. I did see Alien Covenant. I liked it. It's okay. I, I liked Alien Covenant more than Pro- I hate Prometheus. Yeah. I liked I it more than Prometheus. You know, Prometheus for sure. Martian. Yeah, I, I saw it. in the theater. Martian. Exodus. Didn't see. The Vatican see TV movie. Didn't see that one. The Counselor was one of those movies that had like fifty I stars in it, it, and it looked awful. Hate it. It's terrible. I hate Prometheus. It. Robin Hood never gave a shit about. Rod's terrible. Rod's Body of Lies didn't bother. Okay. American Gangster. I like American Gangster more than Matchstick American Men. American Gangster's good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Goodyear didn't bother. Yeah. Kingdom of Heaven didn't bother. That's yeah, fine. I don't like yeah, Black Hawk Down nearly as much as everyone else, but I need to rewatch it. That's on me. Black Hawk Down is very good. I just yeah. rewatched that. Until, it's a very good. Movie. I've only seen very it once good. when it came out. It's a good movie. Hannibal, yeah. I just rewatched yeah, recently. It's, it's a good one. It's okay. It's good. pretty all right. Yeah. It's fine. It's very generic. Gladiator is really good. I guess I do like Gladiator more than Matchstick Man. Good. Um, okay. GI Jane. What about Black GI Jane? Eh, not really. It's fine. Uh, Velma Louise. White Squall, 1492, Thumb and Louise. White Squall! Black Rain. This came on the other... When you watch... um, Fuck, what movie did we watch a a couple weeks ago? Uh, I was watching it, and the program I was watching on automatically defaults to Black Rain. Oh, it was Virtuosity. I was watching that, and then it just changes to Black Rain during the credits. And I'm like, I didn't want... I wanted to watch the credits. 
I'm actually I'm a guy that actually watches the credits for things. <clears throat> I don't know how you could put those two movies together. <laughs> I don't know. And obviously Black Alien, Blade. blah blah. Yeah, Alien, Blade Runner. See, when I list all his movies, clearly Redley Scott has the better catalog, but not for me personally. <clears throat> I prefer right, Tony no. Scott. Yeah, well, Blade Runner was a big bomb. Legend was a big bomb. Uh, really, Scott only survived because he did whatever the studios told him yeah. to do. He doesn't really bulk the system at all. He doesn't really rock the boat because they told him, look, Legend, you got to recut this whole thing our way. Okay. And you got to change the soundtrack. Okay. Like, he doesn't care. He's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I, I don't care. You're paying me to do the job. And he's just a professional. His exodus. And that's what I get from him. His quotes. People, people were like fucking racist when he, you know, because he cast two white dudes, and he goes, right. "I can't, ca- right, I yeah. can't make get this movie funded with casting two like Muhammad, blah blah blah, and, and so right, and so." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And people were like, "Race," and I'm like, "He's right. It sucks no. that he's right, but he is right." Yeah. He's not thinking about um, your feelings. He's thinking about I can't get this movie made with those guys. Right. Yeah. Like I think he would if he could. Look. He could have got Riz Ahmed. Who? See? Exactly. <laughs> Riz Ahmed. Exactly, yeah. Good actor. The Rizza? No one knows who he is. <laughs> could have got the Rizza? He was the bad guy in the Venom movie. The first one? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Not a good one. I a good completely movie. forgot that movie. Don't worry. Everyone else did, too. I have not seen Which the second why, one, either. Why the second one made so much money, because everyone forgot how bad the first one was. Like, oh, wait, these movies suck. And they're like, yeah, I don't want to watch these movies anymore. They're terrible. Didn't mind the first but one. Tom Hardy it's okay. is so good. Yeah. No, it's because Tom Hardy. I, Tom you, Hardy you just reminded just me that I watched the first hour of Morbius, or the first, I have half an hour left, oh, and I for, just realized I didn't finish it. <laughs> and I feel oh no, you, Netflix, I, usually I hate when I don't finish a movie. I'm like, I got to watch that. I got to finish. This one, I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't finish that, did I? I just wow. made up an ending, I think, or didn't care. I, like I didn't mind it. I actually didn't mind Morbius. It was stupid, but I I, I, for, I forgot that was even on streaming. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, I forgot. about I don't it. like Jared Leto. <coughs> no, but he's fine. He, he's Jared Leto in the movie. Like, uh, hi, what do you want me to do about it? Hi. Ah! Oh, a singer. What's his What's his shitty band? I believe in nothing. Forty Days of the Martian. Thirty days, adult. thirty seconds of Mars. That's it. Whose first two albums are fucking great, and then the rest is really? nonsense. When he really? he started, the, I'm so fucking deep, because they're like rock rock songs. Oh, the first two no. albums, and then it turns into tuka, 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 oh, okay. like like a, pop, more more yeah. like sugar pop or something. But their first album sounds like I want to put my heart. It sounds like Perfect Circle you. led with Jared Leto. Like their first album. Oh. Wow, okay. The first, yeah. not the popular one. The second album is the one that's popular. Right. Well, he's a smart businessman because I guess he's a multimillionaire on his investments. I guess he's, he invests in tech and shit. He's made like hundreds of millions of dollars. The guy's loaded. He's got nothing but money. And he can do yeah, smart guy. That's why I, I think he is the way that he is. He, yeah, I think he just he's taking a piss. Like acting is like whatever. He's just like, it's a joke. I'll take whatever part to give me money. I don't care. I think I would like hanging out with him. Oscar. Hanging out with him. Yeah. Be fine. But I think he'd be a fun this, guy. Yeah. I think he's way too into himself. And that's what bothers yes. me about him. And I'm like, mm, well, he might. He the might Jesus vampire you, thing. 
He's a freak. He's a freak show. He might he might fuck. I fuck fine. Show. That's fine. But he is very pretty, so it's like, ooh, you know what? That's kind of an honor. I, uh, you just... are very pretty, Jared. All right, come on in. Come when, on. when the ego's out of control, it doesn't matter how attractive you are to me. It's just that that's uh, disgusting. Ah, uh, I would love you forever. I'm Jared Leto. You sound it's like a. Leto. You sound like Sting. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I'm Sting. <laughs> yeah. I want to sing a song about my friend Jared. All right. Roxanne. Oh, it's wonderful. I did the, the Three Musketeers song. Remember that one? I remember Gordon, yes. My name's Sting. <laughs> okay, sorry. Where's don't, your friend, The no, Edge? No G word. No G word here. <laughs> no, I'm not Gordy. I'm going to talk to my buddy Edge. <laughs> the. I'll talk to my friend, The. <laughs> yeah. Mr. The Edge. Hello, <laughs> The Edge. I don't have a whole lot of notes for this movie. It's literally, I show, my note was it's show the ads. Watch it. Have you ever seen it? Her yeah. first con, which has character actress from like a Speed and Donnie Darko. What's her name? Oh, Beth uh, Grant. Uh, Mark, uh, Stark, Sparkle Motion? Yeah. I'm not that doubt, doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> she's great in that movie. In oh, Speed, she's the dumb lady who jumps off the, or gets blown up and falls yeah, under the wheels. Yeah, she's the bus. <laughs> She's in everything. Um, she's in she's in uh, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. She's in... A Mexican in a suit. Yeah. yeah I've seen everything. Yeah. She she has a thousand movies on her belt. And so does uh, yeah, so. Jenny O'Hara in the beginning. She's the first couple that they uh, scan. Mm. Scam. Right. Um, she's also... She plays the devil in the movie Devil. The M. Night movie on oh, an elevator. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, that awful movie. That awful concept where they said, hey, M. Night, you got a lot of stupid ideas for scripts. How about we just make them and we'll give you millions of dollars? Okay. Yeah. And we have another director direct it. It's just based on your stupid ideas. And guess what? It was a, it was a, a, a franchise that was one movie. It was Devil. That was it. But I can watch that movie fun. over and over because it's so stupid. And I'm it like, everyone is that, trying so hard. It, it stars the guy that could be Tom Hardy's twin. That one guy. He's in Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green. He's in a lot of stuff. He was like, is that fucking Tom Hardy stand-in? Who is this guy? He's in Big Sky now, and he's like really fit. And he doesn't no, look he anything. Doesn't. He doesn't look nearly as much like Tom Hardy anymore. Okay. It's weird, because you think he would look it's more, because his body looks more like Tom Hardy. But it makes his face look different. Like he, well, he was in a, uh, Upgrade, which was actually really good. Yeah, I, I still haven't really seen good. that. But Upgrade is actually a really good movie. I was, I was kind of shocked. I was like, "Wow, this movie is actually really good." You know, a movie I thought that about. Similar Megan. movie, the Megan Ving Rhames movie. No, not Ving Rhames. Uh, Vin Diesel. Sorry. Oh, Bloodshot. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Really? Uh, well, I was like, "This is going to be so whatever. stupid," and I watch it. I'm like, oh, "That's a, that's fine." Let's get <clears throat> I was scared because that's what the last movie that came out before they shut down theaters. And so, like, I was in a, like in a funk where I was like, "Am I going to live in a world where the last film that ever came out in theaters was Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel?" Like, that was the last number one movie that ever came out. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a horrible time for society." And then Christopher Nolan came to the rescue. Well, kind of, and then he fucked up his whole <laughs> release system, and he left Warner Brothers. He was so pissed off, he was never going to work with Warner Brothers again. And Warner Brothers is in fucking trouble, but they're in deep shit. But maybe Michael Keaton will save him in the new Flash movie. 
Yeah. Everyone's excited. Everyone's I can't believe they're actually releasing that with Ezra Miller being a lunatic. They say, I guess they say that movie is actually really good. It looks good. good. I want to see it. it, They said it's like like Michael Keaton and it works and it's like, oh shit, this is going to be a big hit if we can get it out and it comes out. I think Michael Keaton's going to be the reason why it makes so much money. You and I would watch 50 more movies with Michael Keaton as a 70-year-old fighting crime as Batman. I I would watch, he's my favorite Batman still. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he'd be great. I, 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 I... like when I think Batman, I still picture eighty nine Batman. Yeah, like and well, I just think it's funny they had that comparative picture where it was Michael Koff, nineteen eighty nine, seventy three yeah. years old, Alfred, uh, two thousand twenty three, Flash, Batman, Michael Keaton, seventy three. Like, oh yeah. my god, he's seventy three years old. He looks fantastic. He looks like he could live another forty years. Like the guy, fuck. He's not he British. No, well, it's there. That there helps. That helps. And he was born. 30 or 20 years, yeah, 30 years later. He, it, does, it helps that he worked out and was physically fit for desperate measures. Yeah. That movie with Andy Garcia <laughs> in 1999. 95? 95. That's like 95, that. 96. That's another movie. Hey, we should watch Desperate Measures and bring that one up. That's actually a fun Is that the one where he's a doctor? <clears throat> no, he's a serial killer. And he has the same blood type as his. As Andy Garcia is the cop that puts him away, and he has the same blood type as his son. So his son has to have a surgery. Okay, there's the surgery. And, and Michael was... Keaton is, and he escapes during the surgery because he's a genius. He's like Hannibal Lecter. I remember like, a surgery like, scene. I, I thought he was the doctor. No, no, he's the criminal with the same blood type. That's how hackneyed that plot is. That's a '90s movie for you, right there. Fucking that plot. Only in the '90s could that plot exist. It's like those it's uh, the era of the '90s movies. It was that and Chain Reaction. Yeah. And those like weird. Tech movies, action, yeah, experimental tech yeah. movies. There were a thousand of Johnny, them. Johnny Monomic. Yeah. That. Hey, that one has a, <clears throat> a psychic dolphin in it. You leave that one alone. We're going to take it to your low-tech style. Low-tech <laughs> uh, style. Do you like the Bruce yeah. McGill storyline in this movie? It's It works. It's for the film. It's it's just it's basically expository. That's I was wondering. He's just an actor. He's just a fit, another character in Sam Rockwell's master plan i think it's another con guy when you think about his plan they do it so fucking well (coughs) i think it's the the best part of his plan because it is very controlled the allison loman stuff seems i don't know how the fuck you plan all that like that part really doesn't make much sense suspension of disbelief yeah you have to but i really like the bruce mcgill stuff where they're in the airport and he pretends to have the back problems and make him sit over there and you think he's doing that just because but really bruce mcgill knows he needs the faces back that way Right, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's all planned out and the the switch. Yeah. It's a, it's a. No, it's it's well done. It's a fun movie. It's a, it's a good movie. And I really it's feel for Cage movie. when he shows up yeah. at Heather's place, his ex-wife. Right. And he, I think he knows before he even asks, but he still has to ask. And he's like, right. "Is she in there?" And she's like, "Who, are you, who the fuck are you talking about, man?" There you are. And he's just like, uh, I "Angela." You what? If Sparkle Motion was his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> you looking for your daughter? She's not here. You never had a daughter. I couldn't have kids. I was 62. Sometimes I doubt your commitment to Allison. <laughs> God. I want to get off this bus. What? <laughs> Are you stuck in the past? <laughs> yes, it's my best hits. It's my biggest hits. 
Uh, it's like that. She's like that lady from Troll Two. You ever seen that documentary, the greatest yeah. worst movie? With that one actress who thinks she's still going to get best worst job. movie. Yeah, best worst movie. She's like lost in her own mind. And you're just like, oh, I feel so sorry for her. And there's so many actors, like so many actresses like that. Probably, they're just like they never got that. They had they were probably two steps away from that one big gig that changed their life. And they never got it. And if they still live in that moment of that, I was two steps away from being, you know, speed. I was two steps away from being uh, Christie Alley on Star Trek, you know, or whatever. And the the shitty thing is, the people who are successful learn to forget that stuff. Yeah. And if you're not successful, that's your fucking life. Like, wrap it up. But you need to realize yeah. it, you're two steps away, but it probably still wasn't going to work out. Probably not. That's the reality of it. Yeah, and that's a, a big reason I left LA because I'm like everyone's fucking miserable in this city. I, I oh, they are. Everyone yeah. sucks here. Well, like I said, uh, my buddy told me when he was working on with a Viola Davis show, uh, that awful su- shitty show. He was working on. He talked. He was dealing with Viola Davis, and Viola Davis goes, "You know, um, I have two people on my phone I could call right now: Meryl Streep and Will Smith, two of the most famous actors and most successful." She goes, "Do you think they're happy?" And he goes, I don't think so. They're not. They're miserable. This is not, you know, this is not a life to envy. And she was talking about it. She goes, like, this is, this is just, you know, it's a nice job to have. But she's, it's still, these are just normal people. Yeah. In these situations. There's nothing magical about it. It's just a job. But just, you know, they've still got their hangups like normal people do. And it's like, fucking millionaires kill themselves all the time. Like, successful people blow their brains out or take fucking overdose of pills. Everything they say gets scrutinized to death. Especially yeah, nowadays, yeah. like it's oh fuck yeah. you say one fucking thing and you're wrong and you're can't like you get nonstop harassment. Yeah. And it's like right how like I I remember I sat down with a therapist once, mm. and uh, I was talking about like speaking of this movie, talking about God. he's like, don't you want to like be uh, famous with, with this stuff? And I'm like, no. He's like, why not? And I was like, it looks fucking miserable. Like you can't leave your house. Like to be uber famous or even semi famous, like. Everyone recognizes you everywhere you go and says stuff and wants to take like oh this sounds like a fucking nightmare. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like imagine not feeling comfortable anywhere because you get right. Like you get that yeah. shit. It sounds so uncomfortable. I know you. Yeah, you have to have you have to have an entourage of people, and I don't want that. No, yeah, <laughs> like, I saw that. Like Jesse Eisenberg yeah. with his I don't want fucking turtle here. hanging around. <laughs> I got a, I got a vodka to sell. Let's do let's make some vodka tea. Or whatever his name was. E? Well, I don't know. I can't remember that show. That one guy that was in DiCaprio's Pussy Posse. What was his name? Uh, Lucas Haas. Yeah. And then uh, the... What, who's that? You get those kind of guys to hang out with you all the time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Well, I like, I like DiCaprio a little bit because he's just kind of a funny... I think he's kind of the one guy who gets it right. But I can't... It's like Johnny Hill goes, he tried to keep me to watch The Mandalorian. I couldn't do it. I don't like Star- <laughs> Johnny Hill goes, I don't like Star Wars. But DiCaprio's a huge nut for Star Wars. And I like DiCaprio. Like, no, you got to watch it. It's great. Yeah. And he goes, no, no dude, I, c- I couldn't watch this shit. I don't like it. You and I are the perfect know. age to hate DiCaprio because right, in our right. adolescence, right. the Titanic came out. And it seems like we should envy him and hate him for that. But I really no, do I like love him. DiCaprio. I think he's good. He made some good career choices for himself. Okay. Oh, shocked. fuck yeah. Not like like decades he's of success. Fine. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not the greatest. Actor, no, he he's the greatest fine. at choosing his roles. Yeah, no. The man sure, yeah. knows can he how to read that. a fucking script. Yeah, and know what he can make out of it. Makes his projects right. I can't. Yeah, him and Tom Cruise are phenomenal well, at that. Yeah, 
they see the potential in the things that that could be, and they work their no. they work their muscles there to get it to be that way. And then both Absolutely. those guys are super successful at that. But no. and neither one of them are like an amazing actor. No. But they choose the roles that I can do this. And then every right. once in a while you'll see the Jagger, and you're like, "Yeah, you stepped out of bounds there, DiCaprio." Yeah, shouldn't have done that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, Army Hammer. He'll blame that on Army Hammer. You can get away with that now. Army Hammer was the reason. He's a fucking freak show. He said he'd eat me if I didn't do the script. He said he'd eat my brain. Keep <laughs> a piece of my finger in his pocket. <laughs> He's a fucking freak. He's gonna break my my uh, Luke Skywalker with the extended lightsaber. <laughs> this thing's rare. He's fucking crazy. You know who I wish was more selective with his scripts? <laughs> Sam Rockwell, Nick Cage. <laughs> hey, Nick Cage will just say yes, I'll do it. Well, I think Where's Nick Cage shoot? doesn't. Do he doesn't pull his muscle the way the other guys do that we mentioned because he's not that big of a star. But I think you need to be more selective. <laughs> uh, well, not paying your taxes okay. will. I think this is what happened with Nick Cage. When he could have, he should have been smarter when he was at his height in the 90s, but he did a bunch of action movies. Because I think Next, like Next was a big, like, why did you do that movie? That was a terrible movie. Duck. Like that era, Ghost Rider. It's like, if you're going to do a superhero movie, do it with a better script. Like, make that movie work. Because it could have been really good. Yeah. Ghost Rider's terrible. Ghost Rider 2 is fun. It's, Ghost Rider 2 is better than Ghost Rider 1. Directed by Allison Lohman's future husband. Exactly. Bringing him into the... I think he was. Because um, it was both of them, of right? Them. Ne- Neville Dean and Taylor, he's one yeah. of them. He's like, either Taylor or Neville, I don't know. But they, those are two guys that went to our school, too. No. Our school just the like one. Just Taylor. So Brian I Taylor went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she married Neville Dean, right? We talked about this. We went we went into detail, and I completely forgot about that. I know. Yeah, it's it's a long story. They did Gamer. You ever see Gamer? That movie with Gerard Butler and Dexter. Yeah, it's a that's it's bad movie. It's what? Yeah, it's a that's a wacky movie. It is, but it's like they tried to do Crank again because people like exactly, and it just felt forced. But it's not terrible. It's just I'm gonna get juiced up. Oh wait, this is Gamer. It was in that. Mid two thousands or like two thousand five, two thousand ten yeah. era, which is just after this era that we're talking junk, about, which is the crime stuff. And then it became like sleaze because Grindhouse was big, yeah. And then yeah. you get the sleaze factor in, involved and in, and in crank, and you get a lot of that yeah. sort of stuff. Like uh, um, what's the other one? The the Eli Roth one. The Saw movies were oh, coming out. Cabin Fever. No, uh, not hostile. On the, Hostel, yeah, hostel is the one where you yeah. got the sleeve, you got the grindhouse sleeves, and it's well, just... it's the porn, it was the torture porn, yeah, torture the porn. Saw, but the saw movies, it, there's the also shares similarities with the, the crank <coughs> yeah. movies, which is just no. sleeves mixed with action, right? Yeah, and it just kind of bled over. And it, there, so that's that... better than this period of early 2000s, which was just oh, oh, horrible, horrible, poor attempts at remaking, like you said, Ocean's Eleven, just. The carbon copies of it that just failed miserably. But this one doesn't because it was a character study, not about the heist. The heist is hindsight. Because by the time you realize there was a heist, we never see that character again who did the heist. He's right, off screen. Yeah, exactly. You don't fucking see him yeah, again. He's, he's, he's successful off screen. He's, he's done. And you don't need the follow-up. They don't have a post-credit sequence where he's on a yacht and gets and it sinks. Right. He doesn't play it for Nick yucks. Cage, Nick Cage is over his head with a with a silencer. <laughs> He's in the mountains. I got you. I got you. Yeah, it doesn't do any of that. It's just it's sweet. I it's just, a, 
Yeah. And I guess we'll end because we've already discussed yeah. the movie and we're an hour. Sounds good. Um, but it's a sweet movie. I I definitely it's one of my favorite Cage movies. Despite of only list. this is my second f- this time watching it fully. But I do put it on. Still. I put it eight on both lists, so it's right here. Wow! Okay, there you go. I didn't plan. When I do this, I look at this list on the left, and I do it, and I do the right list, and I don't think <clears> about the other one, and it just happened to be number eight on both. Wow! But I do think Unbearable Way to Mess with Talent is a better movie because it was more fun. Right. But I don't. I don't think it's a better made movie. Right. Yes. But I do think Cage is. It's one of Cage's better roles. Right. So he does the ticks well, and he does the. He, it's it's kind of hard to be in control of ticks like that, and then you realize throughout the script, especially when you're shooting out of order, this scene I can't have any ticks. This scene I can have some ticks because I'm I'm stopping, you know, I'm learning the real lesson here. So you got to control the ticks that you're having, and that's got to be complicated. Right, shooting out yeah. of order, but he does a really good job with it, and he doesn't freak out that much except for the <laughs> you ever been dragged to the curb and beaten to you, pissed yeah. blood. That exactly. scene. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, we need to bring that. Piss blood! <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Forgot about that. Yeah. But I really do enjoy this movie. I uh, When I saw it's it in the theater, one. I gave it an eight, and I'll, st- I'll stand by that eight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Eight is a solid film. Love it. It's very good. I'll probably watch it again down the road just to watch it, because it yeah. was on HBO Plus for HBO Max for a minute, and now it's... Now I have the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's worth buying. I'd buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I, uh... You like my... I put the cage movies behind me and yeah, the mask. Say, wow, it's all nice. John Travolta. Nice done now. Yeah, look at that. I'm, I've been start slowly doing that. I don't know if you've noticed. I put like the Twilight Zone stuff back there, and now it's yes, getting yes. bigger and bigger. It's, yeah, it's becoming a collector room. <laughs> well, that's what I want to do. I want to put every yeah. show behind me. Yeah. But um, definitely check out Matchstick Man if you haven't. And for some reason, you've watched this far. Uh, the end. Part of the reason I didn't rewatch it is because I remember the ending. So I was like, uh, "That's the ending." Yeah. But I watched it again this time, and I'm like, I'm picking up on little things here and there. I wasn't, but I knew everything that was going to happen, not, despite not having seen it in 20 years. So, right, yeah, movie still works. The movie's great. Yeah, it's very good. 7.3 in IMDb. I think that's rather low. Yeah. 133,000 eight, reviews. Eights are are higher in movies than like Dark Knight. And yeah. Those kinds of films get eights. Yeah. It's got Sam Rockwell. Under the radar movie. It is, but. It should it should be accessible. It's on Apple TV Plus. I had to go there, oh, yeah. okay, to, to watch it. All right, but it should be more accessible, even though you have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, I I go out there and I'm not gonna throw a fucking Blu-ray in. Like I want to I want to pull up a thing. Oh, that's stupid. That's I, stupid. I'm not. I'm paying money. I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use it. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Until next time, which will be. Oh, God. Not in the cage cast. Episode 77 will be If Looks Could Kill versus No Retreat, No Surrender. That will be March oh, 17th. Oh, no. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dig, dig, So long, Citizen. So long, Cage. So long, Sammy. Bye, Allison. Bruce McGill. He's still with us, right? He's still alive. Okay. Wasn't sure. He's one of those. He's at that age where you never know Bruce McGill. Um. Yeah, well, he's up there, yeah. Born in 50, so he's 73 now. Kudos to him. Fantastic. Bye. Bye. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, closing credits. Nobody come to save you. No matches, no sticks, no men, no carpet. 
Carpet buying fake oh. daughters. That's what it said. That's good. That's very good. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice uh, inside the movie info in that line.